Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to the Fit for Success podcast. Brian Semling is an experienced entrepreneur with over 25 years in business. He is the founder and CEO of Blitz Innovation. He has built several brands such as Brian's Toys, a collectible toy business, to several Amazon FBA brands like Strictly Bricks and Clever Creations. His latest adventure is Rovox, a modern athleisure footwear brand which can be found at rovoxfootwear.com. On the podcast, Brian will talk with other entrepreneurs and social media influencers about their entrepreneurial journey, from what it takes to start and run a business to how they may continue to grow their brands and where they see themselves in their businesses in the future. And now, here's your host, Brian Semling. Welcome to the Fit for Success podcast. I'm Brian Semling. Today, our guest is Lauren Lewis, the founder and CEO of Companion Candles. Welcome, Lauren. Hello. Thank you so much for having me today. Nice to have you here. So, Lauren, go ahead and tell us about yourself and your business and how you got started. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, I actually got started over COVID. So, I launched my company in October of 2021, so about two months ago now. But um, it was a work in progress all throughout COVID. So, how this really came up was I live in Chicago. I was born and raised here, but I was living in a very small city apartment that I'm sure a lot of people can relate to um, during the pandemic. And I was, my, my home became my workplace, my gym, and, you know, my hotel, essentially. So I love candles. I was constantly burning them um, and spending a lot of money burning them. And I also have a nine-year-old Australian cattle dog shelter dog that obviously was with me all throughout COVID in this small space. So as I was actually looking to lead sort of a healthier lifestyle, I was looking into really what was in these candles that I was burning 24 seven, um, and found that, you know, a lot of the ingredients in these candles really aren't good for humans and really aren't good for pets, you know, allergies or anything along those lines, really not good for them. So I started actually making my own candles. I did a bunch of research, um, started making my own and really thought, you know, I'm a consumer essentially of my own product. There have to be others like me. There have to be others that are feeling, you know, trapped at home and, you know, is is what I have in my home essentially safe. So that is really where this idea came from. And it it really has taken off. We've gotten, you know, really lucky for lack of a better word. So we've gotten great press. We've worked with some wonderful influencers. Um, and, and our customer base is just a really dedicated um, customer base that's resonating with us. So that's sort of how, how we've got started and where we are. That's really neat. I've heard that um, luck is the kind of the crossing between preparation and opportunities. So you, yes. you get a chance to influence or create your own. So you, you basically were, like I said, you were at home, you were burning candles nonstop. Then you realized they weren't that good for you. So you thought I should 
do something about this and then that kind of led to the business idea so j just on a technical note what is it that um, you do differently what what do normal candle makers do that you know put in their products that um, I'm assuming you're using more uh, organic or some type of materials that are not you know all sorts yeah. of plastics and chemicals that are causing but yeah so maybe just tell us a minute uh, take a minute to tell us about that yeah, so I can't share a secret sauce, but I will tell you that um, our candles are vegan, cruelty-free, and we use coconut wax as well as a very clean scent. So I actually went through and I spent months, actually months, looking at different sources for wax and looking at different options for fragrance oils. Most fragrance oils are not clean. The scents that we use are completely clean. That means that there are no reproductive um, harmful chemicals in them. There are no um, paraffins, anything like that. So um, I always encourage if anyone has questions, email us. We are super honest with what is in our products and we will send you, you know, I call it the companion candles clean list. And it's all of the chemicals that we do not use in our products. Um, it's about seven pages. So if anyone is interested in that, we're actually gonna post it to our website, I think in the coming weeks. But yeah, there's a ton of chemicals and candles that that are harmful and that people don't think about. You know, when you think about what's on market, you assume it's regulated. It's really not. So we're making sure that that it's clean and healthy, not only for humans, but for your pets as well. Cool. Yeah, I appreciate that, uh, that detail. So as you got started, uh, what were some of the challenges that you faced uh, going into business and uh, becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah, I think, you know, in all honesty, it feels like every space is a crowded space. So sort of getting in and, and, you know, making sure that honestly, you are, you believe in your product and you're a consumer of your product as well. You know, that has really helped with press that has really helped with influencers and, and sort of gaining traction and saying, listen, I am happy, you know, to, to let you know that I use this product myself. And, um, you know, I believe in this product. So I think that that has really helped and really, really shown through in the press we've gotten in and all of that. What are some of the mistakes that you've made along the way? Yeah, um, I think mistakes, you know, happen all the time. I really believe in sort of celebrating your mistakes. Um, at first, I think we were really burning through cash, to be honest. And, you know, we we were sourcing smaller amounts of wax or sourcing smaller amounts of wicks or things like that because we and I feel very strongly about not sitting on inventory, especially tons of inventory. So at the beginning, honestly, and I tell this to everyone, I thought I was going to sell to my mom and my siblings. You know, you never know what's going to take off and market and this or that. So right. now, you know, I think we've got it down as far as sourcing, as far as, you know, working with manufacturers and things right, like that. But at the beginning, you don't know what you don't know. So it's very expensive, I would say, to to build a business, to build a brand. And um, yeah, I think that that is probably our biggest mistake that is that has been fixed. Um, but you don't know what you don't know. And, right. and you can't fault yourself for that. Has have there been any supply chain related issues that have been that COVID has made worse in terms of getting yeah. products, uh, quickly enough or yeah, go ahead. 
Yes, definitely. So we launched in October, which is really the holiday season. Um, so we have had definitely supply chain issues with getting um, the specific jar that we use, as well as the specific cap that we use. We also have had supply chain issues of our own and just listen, the supply, the global supply chain, we got a pandemic and we're also in the holiday season. So, you know, we used to say we get everything out within 48 hours. We do get everything out within 48 hours. That doesn't mean it's going to be at your door within 48 hours. So I think also that um, education with customers is important too, that, you know, we do our absolute best and you know, all these USPS, UPS, FedEx, they're doing their absolute best too. It's, it's to no one's, to no one's fault. It just, that's what happens when there's a pandemic and a holiday season as well. Right. Um, shifting gears, what do you think it takes to be successful as an entrepreneur? I think that understanding that there's life after a no. So I think a lot of people say, you know, don't take no for an answer. And I agree, to be honest with you. Um, but there's also life after the no. It's sort of, you know, oh, I think we're going to pass on, you know, having you guys in store, having you guys in an editorial column and really understanding why you got that no and keep pressing on. There are always, always opportunities in a no. And it's really just following up. And it's really also, you know, believing in what you've built that, that really comes across. And um, I think that that is super, super important. What companies or entrepreneurs inspire you? So I actually just read Kara Golden's book. She is the founder of Hint Water. Um, she is so awesome. She is badass, for lack of a better word. She is really someone um, who wasn't in she wasn't in the bottled water, bottled beverages industry, and she learned it like the back of her hand. She's also someone that, you know, I'm really inspired by because, you know, I see a lot of her and me or a lot of me and her, whatever you want to say, when it comes to testing of the product, when it comes to not putting a product in market that you don't really believe in and that will better people's lives. So she is amazing. She's wonderful. Um, I also really love Rebecca Minkoff. She's a designer. And, you know, she also is someone who saw life after no and didn't take no for an answer and really bootstrapped. And, um, you know, look at where these women are now. It's super inspiring, but it's also super humbling to know that, you know, they start out where we all start out and that's testing and that's believing in their product and look at where it's gotten them. Neat. Um, what are some of the biggest misconceptions that people have about owning a business? <laughs> I think there's a laundry list. Um, but I think the biggest one is that, um, you know, especially in the home decor, fashion space, anything like that, is that it's super glamorous and you're going to be super rich. Uh, so, so running a business is, it's a business, you know, and you have to hit your bottom lines and you have to make sure that your manufacturing is set up and everything like that. So I personally, I'm totally learning along the way. I did not start this business, honestly, knowing anything besides how to make a good candle. Um, so, so I think just being open to learning is, is super important. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You've got to be able to learn and you don't even know what yes. it is that you have to learn, but you just have to be ready to learn it when it pops up. Totally. Exactly. Exactly. Um, how do you incorporate living a healthy lifestyle and fitness uh, into your life? 
Rovox, where fashion meets fitness. Yeah, so I think honestly, I mean, my companion candles, my candles are emulating a healthy lifestyle. You know, it really, this idea came to me because I do try to live a healthy lifestyle. I mean, do I enjoy a burger and fries? Absolutely. But I also am very big on meditation. I try to meditate every morning. Um, and I try to also make sure that I get out into nature, I have a dog. So he gets me out. Um, no matter the weather, I live in Chicago, sometimes it's 100 degrees, six months later, you know, it's negative 10. But getting out, getting into nature, and honestly, like seeing the beauty all around and sort of connecting back with animals and things like that. Um, super important and helps you live a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, during uh, COVID here for a while, a lot of people didn't get a chance or maybe didn't make the the opportunity to get outside and exercise basically. And that's right. important um, to exercise and to try to get some fresh air at the same time whenever you can, right? Combine the two together. Absolutely. Um, where do you see yourself in 10 years, professionally and uh, personally? Professionally, I hope to have a larger line for companion candles, you know, going into diffusers and going into now in the time of COVID hand sanitizers and things like that. Um, I did forget to mention that with every companion candle that's bought, a dollar goes to an animal welfare organization of our customer's choice. So the experience is you go onto our website and, you know, you put a companion candle in your cart, then we prompt you to donate a dollar from that sale to an animal welfare organization. So it's very, very easy. I wanna find other ways that we can up the ante. So again, not just candles, the more products we have, the more opportunity there is, the more we can give back to these different animal welfare organizations. That's our mission, that's at the heart of what we do, um, is to really give back to animals that don't have a voice and abused animals and you know, in that realm. So definitely, definitely expanding on the companion candles line and you know more partnerships and getting into larger larger stores we're going to be in our first department store um this spring so be on the lookout for that um and then personally i think you know keeping on with with my wellness and you know you can't run a great company if you don't feel on top of your game mentally physically emotionally so i think you know keep on keeping on i hate to say, oh, I'm going to be here in 10 years or I'm going to be there. Um, but but I think just keep on keeping on. <laughs> good. Um, are there, uh, I, I guess, thinking about the work-life balance, um, in what ways has that been a challenge for you as you've started your, your business and have it going? And um, yeah. what are some of the challenges you face in terms of balancing life outside of work? So I'm a firm believer, and this may not be a popular opinion, but especially with COVID, that work is life and life is work. So if you're not enjoying what you're doing and you're waking up every day and saying, oh, you know, I, I just, I can't do it anymore. I have no interest. Like you need to be doing something else. So I don't believe in the word balance because no one lives a balanced life, whether it's the food you're putting into the, your body, the exercise you're getting or what you're doing for work. Like there's no such thing as balance. So making sure that the work you do is fulfilling you personally. Um, it doesn't need to be a candle brand. It doesn't, you know, need to be this or that, but 
that's super important, especially with COVID. Like I said, you know, my small studio apartment in the city became my hotel, it became my gym and it became my office. So I think especially with COVID, you know, things are mixing and um, just checking in with yourself every day. And I was speaking to a mentor of mine who said, I don't really care about what you think about before bed. I care about what gets you up in the morning um, and gets you excited. So that really resonated with me and I think really, really helped guide me as well. Is there anything uh, you'd like to ask me for any thoughts or advice on um, having kind of been in business over 20 years and have launched a number of, um, uh, I guess, online brands? Certainly not an expert at candles, but yeah, just. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, what has helped you build these businesses? Because you have been an entrepreneur who has sold, who has built, who has this, who has that. What has helped you, you know, the one or two things that has really helped you build these businesses? I think when, you know, what I really love the most is taking an idea and the concept when you're getting started to say, hey, I think I want to do this. And then um, going ahead and making it um real right like starting to work Mm -hmm. telling other people about it and starting to you know engage with you know contractors or employees or what family members about it starting to work with suppliers figuring out how you're going to bring it to market and building and growing um that really is what makes me uh, that's what wakes me up in the morning is trying to work towards that you know um kind of building and and it starts from that like thinking positive thoughts only about how X, Y, Z. And then the reality hits you about, you know, a little while after you get up that, well, you've got this problem to deal with or you've got that problem to solve. But really, um, you know, starting with uh, that exciting idea of, I think I can do this. Um, here's something we can try, bring to market, make people's lives better, solve a problem, um, do it a little bit more efficiently, uh, whatever it is. So I think those are the, those are some of the things that, um, that get me excited and you know some of my businesses and brands have been very different from collectible star wars toys to brick construction um strictly bricks toys that uh are compatible with lego to christmas decor like wooden nutcrackers and um you know so very different but all um you know exciting in their own ways from a business standpoint to to take them from a hobby or a concept or an idea to um let's do this to let's do a lot more of this and Mm-hmm. You know, let's scale it up basically. So, um, you know, and just the kind of the, the challenge and the problem solving involved to, um, you know, to make that, to make that happen. And for sure, not everything works. We try things, you got to be able to pivot quickly. And, um, you know, just for an example, probably within the, the three different brands that I mentioned, um, Clever Creations is our Christmas decor brand. And that one actually started as a home goods more broad um, sort of a catch-all for any any type of home goods and we were importing uh, products primarily from China different sampling different products and marketing them mm-hmm. on Amazon and we tried we probably placed orders with 50 or 100 different vendors small orders you know a couple thousand dollars ish with each one type of thing and the vast majority either failed or they didn't succeed that well not enough to get really super excited Mm -hmm. about. Uh, But one of the last orders I placed the first year we had launched it back in 2015 was for some um, wooden nutcrackers, Christmas uh, nutcrackers. And those did really well for us. And so we went from 
20 SKUs and maybe a thousand units total to the next year, 60 or 80 SKUs and mm-hmm. uh, maybe 20,000 units total. And we just, and we, and we built it up, um, you know, fairly quickly over a, you know, two, three, four year period. And, and that was exciting. And, but also having to say like, gosh, you know, like 90, 95 per, plus percent of what we tried, like got thrown out the window, but yeah, was able to, fo- had to focus on the the one that really was uh, the fireworks going off basically and to, um, to move quickly. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. All right. Well, is there anything that um, you wish I'd asked today that, um, that I haven't? You know, you know, I think you hit on something really interesting in your last answer, which really is, you know, 90 to 95%, maybe even 99% of things are going to fail. But if you have, you know, the intrinsic of, listen, I've tested this in market, I'm a consumer of my own product, um, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. So I think that there's a balance, you know, right between testing and being in market. So I think that there is something super interesting there um, that that's a really key takeaway. Cool. Well, go ahead and take uh, take a minute to tell us how we can find you uh, and your products. Sure, sure, sure. So we are in a few local boutiques. Like I said, we will be in a um, larger department store come spring. But for right now, you can find us at companioncandles.com. And also feel free if you have any questions, please email me, Lauren. Lauren is actually L-O-R-E-N at companioncandles.com. And I'd love to hear from you. Very good. Well, Lauren, it's been so nice to have you here today on the podcast. And... Uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. I'm Brian Semlin, and this is the Fit for Success podcast.